The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. I think uh, we can begin now. <clears throat> can you hear me? My audible? Good, okay. Um, it's really nice to be here. Uh, I've taught uh, a Happy Hour quite a few times before. Some of you might not know me. I, I live in Santa Barbara, which is uh, you know about several hundred miles down the coast from, uh, from IMC and IRC. And, uh, and I love to be invited to, to teach uh, uh, happy hour when one of the regular teachers isn't uh, available. And today I'm subbing for Nikki, who's teaching at IRC. She's teaching a retreat this week with Diana Clark, a mentor retreat. So um, I'm sure the people there, and I know some people from this group are, are uh, who, you know, regular participants in happy hour, are there at uh, IRC. And uh, you guys can hold down the fort for them till they get back. <clears throat> so um, Saturday, two days ago, was Earth Day, um, so, which it's kind of odd. It seems to me that we Earthlings needed to create a special day to remind ourselves that Earth is our home. <laughs> no, and as I mentioned, I live in in Santa Barbara, and uh, in January of 1969, so that's, there's that, 50, 53, 54 years ago, there was an oil spill here. It was a really big oil spill here. It doesn't compare with some of the monster ones that have occurred since, but it was really big. And uh, uh, there was a, a platform offshore, and you know, one of the big oil platforms offshore. Uh, a well just exploded from the bottom, and uh, the the oil fountained up into the water, and then you know floated on the top as oil does, and it covered an area of um, 800 square miles on the surface of the ocean, Pacific Ocean, and then of course it came to uh, came to the shore, and there were many many thousands of. Uh, of seabirds and marine mammals that were killed, and it was really it was quite something. I'm and I remember I was here at the time. I was in college at that time. That's how old I am. And uh, I remember we couldn't hear the sound of the surf because the the oil, you know, it calmed the waves so much that it was was very eerie, really. And the beaches were black, and. Uh, the technology for dealing with such things didn't work very well then, and I don't know if it works very well now either. Um, but there were hundreds of people who uh, volunteered to clean sea seabirds, gulls and pelicans and terns, and many, many kinds of birds, and with baby oil and bath towels we used to, to try to clean them. And a year later, a year after that, sparked partially by what had happened in Santa Barbara and also, I think, also sparked by the first photographs of our planet, a little blue planet that were ever taken from space by the astro astronauts who were on their way to the moon or maybe on their way back, I don't remember which. Um, but a year after that, uh, the first Earth Day was celebrated in 1970. 
<clears throat> those photos of the earth, they became really iconic, I think. And I think they still have the power to really wake us up to the fact that uh, here we are. You know, what we have here is very precious. It's very small. It's very precious. Humans, you know, here we are in this little orb in space, the only place we know of in the universe that supports life. That's quite something, you know. We belong to this earth, you know, we belong to the earth. Uh, life arose somewhere, you know, probably deep in the oceans, is what they think now, about a billion years uh, after the earth first um, took shape, really formed. And uh, it arose because the conditions were just right. You know, we often talk about conditions being right for things to happen in Buddhism. The conditions were just right for life to appear. The right mix of chemicals, the right temperature, the right pH, the right amount of sunlight. Something in that combination uh, allowed uh, some DNA to form um, in what we would now call a cell. And from that early beginning, it took like something like three and a half billion years from, from then for humans to eventually arise on the planet. <clears throat> it's quite something. We're the product of a very long, very slow history of more and more complex uh, life forms developing. So gradual. And so we exist, you know, thanks to this whole history, this entire history, gave birth to us along with everything else that's alive today. And as life forms became more complex, you know, organisms became more and more dependent on other organisms in order to survive. The first, the first little one-celled animals uh, or they weren't really animals. We don't. They were. There was no division between animals and plants at that time. They were just some kind of organism. Um, they fed on uh, chemicals in the water. They didn't feed on other, you know, plants or other animals. <clears throat> and then later, as they developed, other organisms developed, and organisms began to live on or other organisms. And about one and a half billion years ago, that's when um, life as it was then kind of divided into plants, uh, fungi, you know, like mushrooms and things like that, and animals. It's like uh, one and a half billion years ago. And the three groups began gradually to depend on each other, to depend on each other for food, for an environment to live in, for making their lives possible. And today, the systems that make up, that make all the organisms on Earth able to survive are so complex, you know, they're so interdependent as to be almost impossible to map, you know. Uh, the Buddha used to talk about uh, the imponderable sometimes, the things that could not be really known. And it's so complex, we couldn't know that. I think it's one of the imponderables. And I think, you know, many uh, scientists actually estimate that there are about almost 9 million different species of 
living things, living beings on this planet. Also really a lot of different kinds of, of creatures, you know, of beings. And many humans don't seem to grasp the importance of this inner interdependence. But I think our practice and uh, Dharma understanding may teach us that everything depends on everything else, you know. Everything is conditionally arisen. As the 19th century environmentalist and founder of the Sierra Club, John Muir, once said, when we try to pick out anything by itself, we find it hitched to everything else in the universe. When we try to pick out anything by itself, we find it hitched to everything else in the universe. He wasn't a Buddhist, but that's really a very much a Dharma statement, I think. So today seemed to me like a, uh, a really good time to practice gratitude for the interdependent web of life on this earth that we are a part of, and to offer blessings to all parts of the, that web, including ourselves, of course. So let's, let's do that now. You'd like to make yourselves comfortable. Find ease in your posture. You know it's important to to feel at ease when we do uh, uh, heart practices. <clears throat> Relaxation, comfort. And you might want to spend a little time with uh, with the breath, with your breathing. <clears throat> Unless that's not a good anchor for you. And then something else that that helps you uh, helps you to be at ease, to helps to uh, settle you. <clears throat> if it's the breath, just let the rhythm of that. Uh, be settling, relaxing. Feel into your presence, sitting wherever you are. We're spread, you know, all over the landscape of of this country, the United States, and of uh, of the Earth as well. People from other other continents, other countries. We're all in different places, but we're connected by our intention to offer care to others, to ourselves, to receive care. All of us here, living on Earth, supported by so many living things, so many living things, and by the earth itself, you know, the, the rocks and the sand and the stone and the, 
<clears throat> the water, the soil, by the air that surrounds us. We're not separate from this world. We're part of it and we're welcome here. It's our home. So I invite you just to first to turn turn your attention to something a little bit amorphous, which is the atmosphere around us. We might not often think that uh, you know that part of the sky that that touches us um, is part of the earth, you know, but it really is. The atmosphere is part of the earth. And the clouds in the sky, made of water, recycling water that evaporates from all the water surfaces on the on the planet, and then recondenses way up high in the sky. Clouds that uh, rain and nourish all the plants fill the aquifers, fill the lakes and the streams. Just replenishing the water that all beings on and below the surface of the earth depend on. We can breathe in our gratitude for the water in the clouds, water that supports all of life that we could not live without. And we can breathe out our care, our metta, our friendliness for all the kinds of beings that are blessed by the water in the world. Breathing in the gratitude for the water that's that's needed for life. And breathing out metta for all who need it. Including us. the air itself. Almost all living beings breathe in some way. We as mammals, we breathe in and the the oxygen in the air crosses thin, thin membranes in our lungs and enters our blood. It fuels all the activity in all our cells. Every time we breathe in. You 
Breathe in appreciation, gratitude. For the air we breathe. And exhaling with our thanks. Breathing in gratitude and breathing out metta for everything that breathes. From the tiniest insect to the largest mammal, all the birds, the undersea creatures, breathing through different means, all the plants. May all breathing beings breathe freely, including us. And then the, the ground, the earth beneath our feet, the low places, the deserts, the mountains, soil and stone and sand, all made of minerals, the same minerals that make up our bodies the bodies of all living beings. We are made of this earth. The earth that we walk on. All beings everywhere are made of earth. Breathing in gratitude for the support of the earth. I'm breathing out metta for all the beings made from the earth. Breathing out blessings for all the beings who live here, great or small, seen or unseen, born and yet to be born, including all of us.
and all the plants that are rooted in this ground absorbing minerals from the soil absorbing the water from the soil taking in carbon dioxide from the air making their own food from the water and the carbon dioxide and then breathing out oxygen into the air so that other beings can breathe it in becoming food for other beings from the tiniest to the biggest being digested and then being added back to the soil enriching it breathing in gratitude for all the green plants from the tiniest right up to the giant redwoods and breathing out offering them thanks for nourishing us with both food and oxygen allowing so many beings that walk on the earth and fly in the sky to live may we always be grateful for the plants that feed us for the oxygen that supports our life And all the beings that walk on the surface and fly in the air 
including us. We all live in dependence on each other. Many provide food for others. And when our lives end and our bodies decompose, they can feed the soil that feeds the plants. The plants depend on the walking and flying beings for pollination, for fertilizing the soil they grow in, for dispersing their seeds. And the animals depend on the plants for food, for shelter and protection. There is a web of mutual dependency that all living beings have a part in. All living beings are in this together. May all beings be safe. May they live their lives in the way that is most natural for them. May they fulfill their parts in the cycle of life without interference. May they thrive, including us. When I eat an apple, I'm grateful for the tree and grateful for the insect that pollinated the apple blossom so that it could become a fruit. 
and for the soil that supported the health of the tree and the rain that gave it water and the farmer who cultivated the orchard and the workers who picked the fruit and the drivers who delivered it to the store and to all the people there who unpacked it and displayed it and put it in a bag for me to take home. And that's only a very, very small fraction of all the beings that had a part in making that apple available. May we be grateful for this great web of living beings that supports all life, including ours, all the time. May we not forget that we are part of that great web, that we are made of the same materials as the earth. May our gratitude grow. May this whole web of life continue. May it be protected. May it flourish.
May I not forget that I am part of this web dependent on many, many others. May I play my part in this web well. May my life be a support to life on earth as the earth has supported me for my entire life. May all beings be safe and protected from harm. May all beings be peaceful and happy. May all beings have health and strength as much as is possible. May all beings live in the way that is most natural for them. May all beings be free.
So, uh, thank you for your practice this evening, this afternoon, this late night, whatever it is for you. And uh, and now we have an opportunity to uh, meet in smaller groups and uh, to uh, share a little bit about our practice, about what's going on in our Dharma lives and um, just as a reminder, when we when we break up into uh, into breakout groups, <coughs> excuse me, please um, allow each person's sharing to stand on its own without uh, you know offering advice or asking questions, and um, and it's always fine to pass if you if you don't want to speak. Nobody's obligated to to share, and although of course everybody is welcome to. And, uh, you know, sometimes people really benefit from hearing others, but just don't feel comfortable sharing themselves. So it's really fine to, to, to pass. And please make sure that everyone gets a chance. You know, if, uh, uh, if you can see the time is uh, passing and not everyone um, has had an equal chance to speak, it's fine to speak up and say, maybe we should move on to the next person. So I'm going to make some rooms, create some breakout rooms. I think I'll put three people in a room. And uh might be two people in one room. And let's see, we'll have, I think, uh, ten minutes. And then there'll be a countdown for another minute. So you'll have a total of 11 minutes. And uh, I'm going to send you off into the ethers. Anybody who'd like to share? I see some smiles. If you'd like to raise your Zoom hand, it'd be great. If you'd like to bring something into the room. Yeah, Wayne. You can unmute yourself. Hi. Hi. Um, <clears throat> I actually missed the first little few minutes of this, and I but. Uh, I kind of caught on quickly what <laughs> we were relating it to Earth Day. Uh-huh, yeah. And uh, I uh, just I, I read a fair bit about the environment and things, and I I was kind of trying to stay positive. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. I think I might have might have brought, brought some. Not so positive news. Uh-huh. But, uh, Some distress. I, I recently, I think it might have, I don't know where, in the last day or two, seeing a picture of uh, some farmers that normally bees will pollinate the crop or the flower that they grow, but they're having to do it by climbing on uh-huh. ladders and touching uh-huh. pollen to different from one flower to another fruit, and just thinking of how laborious that is and. But that's what they've been growing for a long, long time. So, 
Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Well, maybe I should. We should have another session where we do compassion <laughs> rather than metta and gratitude, because yeah. yeah. that's yeah, that's definitely needed. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. Also, I was on a bike ride yesterday with several friends, and I hadn't done a whole in the Berkeley Hills, and I hadn't done a lot of hill climbing, and after about thirty miles, I, and I had only eaten a banana. <laughs> in the morning and I didn't usually oh. I forgot to bring all these little gummy things that sports stores sell and I just uh, I don't know if you've heard of bonking but I bonked <laughs> <laughs> I told them I knew the way back and I knew I was near a store that I was aware of and I went and got some sweets and a thing of Gatorade and and just sat down and actually my son called me from Chicago while I was sitting there <laughs> So it turned out to be a wonderful experience. And then I tried to go up the hill. Uh-huh. I said, forget it. I'm just going to ride down to Rockridge Park and take Bart to Orinda, where my car was parked. So. Did you say you had gone 30 miles, though, Wayne? Yeah, it's a prep ride for a century. <laughs> I, I'm not doing the century. I'm working the century. But uh, uh-huh. yeah. it just reminded me of, my God, if that's only one-fourth of the century that's <laughs> that's a lot yeah uh-huh. i bet it was really beautiful though i mean uh, there are some pretty parts yeah uh-huh. <laughs> yeah it's such a gorgeous uh, spring here in california it's just yeah very really. fortunate yeah thank you thanks uh, jesse yeah thank you uh it's just a wonderful practice i just wanted to express my gratitude i, I do a, a practice sometimes of mindfulness of the body where I go through the elements, earth, water, uh-huh. fire, wind, and it just felt so beautiful to think about, you know, the earth itself, the atmosphere of the earth, the, the water, um, the different layers of the planet. I hadn't heard this before. And um, I guess what it opened up for me is, you know, to think of the earth as, as a friend, you know, uh-huh. like this, this gratitude practice I do for myself, I do it, uh-huh. like, it's a, I guess it's a mindfulness of the body practice, the uh-huh. elements, but, but I do it in the context of a loving kindness practice. Uh-huh. And so here this too, you know, with the gratitude for the earth, I thought that was really beautiful. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, great. Thank you. Yeah. I hadn't thought of it as a, as an elements practice really, but I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> you know. So yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Gratitude for the elements outside as well as inside. You know, the our experience of all that. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, Jesse. Anybody else? Yeah, it's a very tender time for the earth, isn't it? It's uh, you know really needs our support, our, our, uh, our blessing in a way, you know, to just to, to walk on it in a way that supports it somehow. And I think we can, we can all find ways to, uh, you know, just to love, uh, to show our love, to love the earth and to show it, uh, because we're all part of it. It's part of us. Yeah, Hugh. Oh, yes, thank you, Shelley. Uh, as you were saying, that, uh, or you said earlier, that 
uh, evolution is going through this process of creating ever more and more complex creatures and everything, and more and more interrelated, interconnected, culminating, I think, finally, in the creation of a loss of Homo sapiens. Mm -hmm. um, and it's the most complex creatures that we are, are created to do what? <laughs> to, uh, to care for, I think, to care for this earth that created us. Now it's our turn to be, uh, to give elder care to the, to yeah. the prepared earth. <laughs> That's take right. Take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we need to take care of our parents for sure. It's our mother, our father, our, you know, our creator. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you, Hugh. Uh -huh. Well, I... I wish you all a really lovely week and uh, with tenderness, you know, and joy as well. As things can be tough and also we can find joy. It's such a beautiful place where we live, that we're part of, that we belong to. So may you all have a great week. May you all have a great life. I'll see you next time. <laughs> Blessings. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Shelly. Ready, sweet laugh, grass, yes.